Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the pay-per-view war stories as your no-so crew breaks down a weekly, monthly pay-per-view depending on how they want to structure it this week. But we're breaking down WCW's Great American Bash. Woo. Gab. 2000. As it's the last WCW Great American Bash. I like how you delineated that. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure of that one. Because it's not dead. It's not dead. It's just known as... Done, the, although they've done everything they can to kill us. It's not really living. The Great American part's dead, but it's not just the bash. But what it's not dead is I'm your host... Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with that kayfabe hook, the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. Fresh off of uh, sending old uh, Big Dave my Hall of Fame ballot uh, for the um, modern, I put in a hook, 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 and hook. Did you forget about hook? I thought about him. Maybe, okay. maybe next year. All right. Uh, but no, uh, Send this, hook! This one makes me sad because as an old school NWA Jim Crockett fan, the Great American Bash means something to me. And this was this is not a great American bash. An all timer for you? <laughs> this this sir I know Great American Bash is sir. Okay. This is no Great American Bash. Uh the uh ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Boobo. I just wanna say, it's been a couple weeks. And I've missed you as much, if not more, than you have missed us. And I am so glad. To be speaking to No Cell Nation once again. He said he's glad to be speaking to you. <laughs> Thanks, Cap. <laughs> June 11th of the year 2000. Oh, before we get going. Huh? Shut has, up, Joe. It has been a couple of weeks. And I just want you to know. <laughs> I've done, uh, I've been busy. Oh, I have. What did um, Jeff do now? Uh, well, <laughs> Jeff actually helped me on this one. I've, oh. been, I've, been, all pla- I've been talking all places. Warm Australia, Japan, Topeka. Uh-oh. Talk to everybody. Uh, I've had lawyers for no sell. They've crossed the T's. They dotted the I's. Or is it backwards? I don't can't remember. I always cross the I's, dot the T's. There is nothing that Wrestling Observer Radio can do about it. There's nothing that no uh, that Voices of Wrestling can do about it. I've got a surprise on this podcast <laughs> that's going to change the world of podcasting as we know it. All right. And you know what? I'm tired of talking about it. So let's get to the paper. I like it. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, I haven't even talked to these guys about it. Oh, okay. So uh, when do we find out, Dan? He doesn't even know the, what it no. is. That's how big of a surprise it is. Okay. okay. He doesn't even know. Let's get to it. Let's get Blind this. faith. Okay. Let's have some faith. Gotta have faith. Faith. The faith. Gotta have faith. I knew you'd go there. <laughs> the biscuit. That's all I got. Okay. June 11th, the year 2000, for the Great American Bash. We're in Baltimore, Maryland. We're in the Baltimore Arena. That's like a double dagger. They <laughs> called this show the Great American Bash, and it's in the Baltimore <laughs> Arena. Yep. And this is what you give us. Yeah. Fuck you. Hey, Sting and Ric Flair on the show. <laughs> Sting Flair. Well, you know what? Yeah, they are, I guess. Listen, you listen. Know what? Sting, you know? Flair, Hogan. Uh, I Need I say more? Lieutenant Loco. Yeah. In fact, there's two Flairs. Yeah. Really, there's like yeah. nine of them. Really, there's like twenty of them. Yeah. There's like nine Flairs from yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Commentary that team. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Commentary team is one Tony Schiavone, Scott Hudson, and Mark Madden. Hey team, yep. Weird, because I think was it last the last pay per view was it was Smack it was Thunder's team of uh, Tanay and uh, Heenan. Yep. Well, no, no, Heenan oh, hasn't been on a pay per view. And Madden, I meant, I meant uh, sold out. I meant Madden and Tanay. So yeah. Tanay's gone. 
Yeah, they got Hudson here. It's already, sure. already better. Yeah. Already better. I love Tanae more as a kid. I hate him now. Yeah. I don't mind Tanae. It's just Hudson's better. Uh, stage for the uh, paper is your classic Nitro. Nitro. It's them not trying. It, yeah. Hmm. Well, Seems. I mean, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. fair. They had some shit to do tonight on top of that screen, so <laughs> they couldn't really do a whole lot. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. It was kind of necessary. Cla- more on that later. Because your classic great American bash spot, you know? <laughs> you know, it's like a dusty. Yeah. That's what I think of. Think of the Road Warriors, you know. Well, I mean, Tully, Tully took the bump for us. <laughs> you know. Tully put, took the bump every time. All right, so... um where are we? Where are we? We're in Baltimore. We're in Baltimore. In Baltimore you, uh, you guys want to take a guess what the attendance? <laughs> Low. I'm going to go <laughs> 6,500. I'll go to last year's. Last year's in Baltimore was 11,672. That paid or total? Um, Probably just total. Is that probably total. I can find out for you in a minute, though. So, But go ahead. It's um, definitely not that. Um, I'm going to say 9,000 and change uh, total. Uh, five and a half paid. My total is six five hundred. Okay, so oh come on, how about you lower? That'd be cool. Thank you. Uh, the attendance for for uh this year's Great American Bash seven thousand thirty one. So close. Yeah, um, that's gross, dude. That's so gross. Seven thousand thirty one. Um, a lot of names on this card too. Yeah, I mean they used everybody they had. Except for one who still ends up being. We'll talk about. Um, so uh, here we go. Excellent. Oh, no, not that go. one. This website changed on me, so he I'm trying to figure out. So I, as I, I do this, Corey. Yeah. How did we get here? Oh, God. Oh, my fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Why, I hate it when you ask me this on the WWE ones. <laughs> well, I need uh, a Venn diagram. Meth. That's how we got here. <laughs> Russo continues to just rob from himself. It's like the John Fogey. Can you plagiarize yourself? Because that's what he's doing at this point. Yes. It's like the these the Nitros these days are like watching Raws from late 98, only in a middle school budget. It's it's like watching the Raws uh, if Vince didn't insist on rewrites. Right. Um, this is the, just the first draft. We're going to go with that. Uh, <laughs> Corey, before you move on, last year's attendance was 11672 Paid, 8740 It's not bad. It's actually better. This year's. 7,031 paid 4,677. God, live gates, live gates, barely half paid. Uh, live gates was 154,445. Um, and I'll save the pay per view buys for when we do the buy rates. That looks like if you had been offered a free ticket, would you have gone to the show? Yeah, no, free. Yeah, if I lived in Baltimore, I mean. Should have gone to a free fucking show in Tacoma about a year ago. Yeah, but that, this one's better Corey, than before, <laughs> Corey, but when you do... Uh, it was in Tacoma. <laughs> yeah. give me, Corey, give me a good year. It's a tire. 97. The Great American Basket, 97? Yeah. Okay. So how did we get here? Now we'll give you the... Because the they were on fire then. Um, well, uh, Russo and Flair are still feuding, and uh, Hogan and... Uh, the man kid. No, I mean, really? Who's Hogan feuding with? Because he's not really feuding with Kidman. Horace? Kidman's Kidman's just there. He's not really feuding it's with Bischoff vicious. anymore. Uh, he's not really feuding with Horace. He's feuding with the Father thought Tom? of the new blood. The concept? Yeah. 
He's having like a midlife crisis. We've seen him as oh, F.U. Terry Bollea. By the way, applies that he's going to live to be almost 100, and I don't, want, I don't want that at all. Red and yellow Hulk Hogan, and finally the uh, the ultimate supreme version, Hollywood Hogan. Brother. There it is. Um, he's been all three in the month. He's... uh missing Thunderlips. But you can't really... <sighs> You can't really say he's still feuding with Kidman because he's not. Kidman's one sided. Kidman's feuding with. It's very much like the Yankees and Red Sox before two thousand three. Yeah, they're not really a feud. Kidman's feuding with Horace. Kidman's feuding with Bischoff. Kidman's feuding with Tory. Hogan's just kind of there. Hogan shows up with thirty minutes left. Going, I guess we got a match. Is Hogan an afterthought in the same storyline? He's also the focus. Yes. Yes. (laughs) How was that fucking WCW everybody? WCW everybody. Creative. Works and doesn't work for him, brother. <laughs> yeah. The duality of Hogan. Brother, dude. dude what are you doing? Duality so mania. We have some flares. We have Hogan on Hogan. Uh, Vampiro wants to uh, <laughs> cook Sting alive. The Human Torch match. Because uh, Russo just wants to redo the Inferno match. Ratch it up to 11. Well, you know, more than that. And speaking of things we've seen in the past, Jeff Jarrett's feuding with Kevin Nash. Uh, they've done so many... Matches together when Diesel was champion, they could, yeah, they could literally, if they wanted to, just keep the. But WWE will not. But if they want to just keep the bullshit to a minimum, these two could have a match in their sleep with each other. Yep. they've done it so many times. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's that's uh, man set up. Okay. Oh, and every. Oh, by the way, just let's put it this way: everybody's feuding with everybody. Yep, yep. there it is. You know that great, and by great I mean terrible ride along show the network did. Oh yes, yeah. I would love. To go back in time and have some of those. Imagine a Kevin Nash, a Jeff Jarrett ride along. That'd be fun. Oh my Kevin god, Scotty in it too. Yeah, that'd be fun. Holy fuck, would that be a great? Car I watched the one with to. Alexa Bliss and Braun, and that one was disturbing. I, you know what just blows my mind is well, she, was getting, she was getting those hands the whole time. Well, no, it, honest to God, it was like you just knew they were waiting to get to the hotel because the flirting was like understated at first, but very much there, and they were just going to fuck yep. as soon as that camera was turned off. That's or, what it seemed like. Or leave it on, and then yeah. we'll may or may not release the tape. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. yeah. And you, I, last I just, time I watched that show. <laughs> I just can't believe that NWO 2000s are refuting with each other. <laughs> right? I mean... Is there no loyalty anymore? It yeah. was bound to happen. Bound to happen. Okay. It's bound for glory. So, 97. Great American Bash. Where, yeah. where were they? They were the Mark of the Quad there it is. in Moline, Illinois. The, the what and the where? <laughs> the mark, As someone who was born in <laughs> Illinois, where? The Mark at the Quad Cities Arena... In Moline, Illinois. Moline. Moline. Apparently it's called that because there's like four cities right there. And they're all kind of melded together like Eugene Springfield. But but they're all like, because Illinois is next to what, Indiana or whatever. It's like one of the cities is in Indiana, but they're all like right there together. Mm. So it's like they're called the the Quad Cities. And the arena is the market, the Quad Cities Arena. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> um, so this was not a sellout, but WWE did do nine sellouts out of the 12 pay-per-views they did that year. Uh, 9,613. 9, that wasn't a sellout, a mark of the quads? Nope. And 8,538. Damn. Damn. Uh, but the, mark of the quad city square gardens. But the biggest, I, I'll get to this pay-per-view now, but the biggest one in 97, Starcade. Star-Cade. 17,500. Whoops. At the brand new MCI Center. Brand new. 16,052. Was, was, that was about the third event that ever happened at that place. Maybe second. Yeah. 
Third event, live gate was five hundred and fifty-three thousand dollars. Six hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> Good thing they really delivered that main event. Six hundred fifty thousand pay-per-view buy rates. He didn't have a tan, brother. And again, I, I pose: if you're following the storyline, yeah, why would he have a tan? Why would a guy who has spent his entire year and a half in a trench coat in the rafters have a tan, brother? What's in there, dude? You don't, you don't worry about that. Let's go to the pay-per-view, shall we? And let's start off with a recap of the past two weeks. <laughs> let's do that. Corey, just uh, do that. <laughs> Goldberg returns, takes out Braun Breaker's dad. On TV. And helps Kevin Nash. Then we find out last month, uh, with, then the following Monday, uh, Goldberg squashing Tank Abbott. On TV. Yep. Uh, was there a glare on the highlight film that, <laughs> like... They don't want you to watch the highlights, so they put a giant glare in the middle of the screen. I'm like, what am I watching? Don't you worry about that. Okay. J.J. Abrams directed the highlight package. <laughs> yep. The lens flares. Um, That's a surprise. New Goldberg uh, attacking people on Thunder, and Eric Bischoff suspends him. So we, then we start off backstage with the police waiting for Goldberg if he shows up tonight. Will he? Won't he? Bum, bum, bum. Or, bum. or will it just be the monster truck? Yeah. Misfits. We're not getting there yet. God damn it! Because we're no. gonna go backstage. We get a, to skip this part. Uh, we get a package of all total? the main matches. A total package? Uh, no, he's out. He's well, out. Right. He's gone. Rob's in. He gone. He gone. Uh, package is out. Rob Barton <laughs> is in. <laughs> uh, we get a package of all the matches tonight. All all the. Uh, uh, all the uh, stipulations. If Flair loses, he's out. Uh, Asylum loses, match. If out. Kid, if Hogan loses, he's out. But if he wins, he gets a title shot. Sting versus Vampire in the Human Torch match, and then Kevin Ash and Jeff Jarrett for the title. The Human if, Torch. If match. you count title matches as stips, because it's you know it's a title yeah. match. Yeah. Every match on this card is a, is a stip. Yep. yep. Every one. But then we go do a promo with the Misfits in action as one Lieutenant Loco pulls out a grenade saying, you know, say hello to my little friend and how uh, uh, says if someone messes with them, he will kill them. He will kill them. Okay. Okay. So let's go to our first match tonight for, quickly. for the Cruiserweight Championship as it's Lieutenant Loco with MIA versus that Cruiserweight versus that Cruiserweight. Disco Inferno with filthy animals as Disco comes out wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey. Is he? A, is there a? More it's, it's. I think it's the uni. He's wearing the shorts. So I think it's yeah, the, he's wearing the uniform. Uni. The uni. It's the whole fucking uh, uni. Yeah. Is there a more misplaced guy than Disco in the filthy animals? He just wants to be with his friends. Um. No, no, there's not. Maybe in the history of wrestling, he just wants to be with his friends, well, guys. I don't know. Was what's worse, him being in the group or that fucking song the network gives them? <laughs> that poppy ass horseshit they give the filthy animals. Lucky for you, lucky for me, I watched on my on my Plex gimmick yep. with the uh, dubbed in proper music, which I got to tell you, in the filthy animals case, not much better. I mean, the, the, we're splitting here. Here's <laughs> the funny thing about the the cock. With what the cock? Okay. It does submit the uh, filthy animals theme song like every other show. It's on. Yeah. And then it a generic piped it, and then the following week, it's the real song. So it's like, they forget. Filthy, dirty, yep, nasty, I, that's I, the way we like, like I, it. I think I, we hear that on, on Thunder, and that's it. Like, they don't do Thunder. Dirty, <laughs> rot. It's just terrible. It's like, what? But, they, but they do, uh, but they do uh, Misfits in Action's generic theme Which music. is terrible. 
Yeah. I mean, they're getting, their theme song is in great shakes, but it's better than that shit. Holy moly. Man. That's worse than the cats. I'm jonesing for the fucking days of the West Texas Rednecks. Southern boys. Yeah. Southern boys. <laughs> Hell, I'll listen to the uh, Roddy Piper song that he... Uh, that was fucking awesome. ...was uh, maybe uh, an ode to Hogan that, you know... Be a man. It was awesome. I, I still have remembered that when they showed the music video of that, and then they're like, was that a shot at Hogan? We don't know. And it's just like, you guys are just... What I'm upset about is I'm that I'm better than Piper in Portland. There is something I want you guys' reaction to, and it I thought it happened by this point, but it hasn't happened yet, and it's killing me. Oh, God. And it involves the filthy animals, oh, and God. most importantly, Disco Inferno. Well, I'm in. You know it's Disco. Yeah. I, don't know how I ride, much I ride for my I can Disco. Wait. You can hold it in. No. So, no, don't spoil well, it. I'm for not. Us. Just, yeah. I, Are you like Finch in America Pie 2? You're just training? Yes. Okay. For Stifler's mom? 17 minutes round trip. Uh, Loco head scissors disco the outside MIA attacks disco Loco does a crossbody the outside And then he tosses him back Into the ring and tries to get in But uh, disco knees him off And the animals attack Loco The old guy generally erections to Grandpa comes down Pops pops. Conan shoves him to the down And then uh, MIA gets in their face The ref's distracted And Hoovy gets in the ring And uh Hits a standing slingshot and tries to hit ho- the Hoovy elbow. No, he he hits a rock bottom is what he hits. Oh, did he? It's a rock bottom. Oh, he hits it's done poorly because it's Hoovy. But he it's a hits rock the Hoovy bottom and then goes for the Hoovy elbow but misses somehow. Loco tosses <laughs> him somehow. out but walks into a chart buster. Ref is still direct, distracted on the outside looking and Cajun comes into the ring, hits a Russian leg sweep and forgets to put Chavo on top of. Disco, so Cajun comes back into the ring, puts Loco on top of Disco. The ref sees it and just makes yeah, the Cajun three count. Stands in the ring. Cajun is still moving him. He, he, yeah, he's still there. He's still in the ring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So your winner and still cruiserweight champion, Lieutenant Loco. Four minutes and fifty-seven seconds. That's a lot to happen in five minutes. <laughs> I just, I think I just stumbled upon something that was probably supposed to be known from. Jump Street, and uh, no one's ever mentioned it that I know of. And Vince Russo, you suck. Oh, just came across that. Well, there's General Hugh G. Rection. Yep. And it's Papa. Yeah. Papa Rection. God damn it. Got it. I just got it, too. I just, yeah. Just, God, just came to me. We were talking about God like, damn Papa it. Rection. I'm like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> 20 years later, you just got pop. You just popped Rection. <laughs> yeah, Papa Rection. God damn it. Swerve, bro. How did nobody figure that out in twenty years? I don't think people make it. Make it. Make wanted it. Wanted to think about misfits and action. Make to it be Twitter official that everyone's going to go. Oh yeah, that's right. So Papa Erection dies. You should ask Papa well, Erection uh, dies after the match. He goes flaccid. Filthy animals attack Mia. Major guns and takes her top takes her top off and then is forced to give Pops so, mouth to mouth. I've never known why she needs to take the shirt off to give mouth to mouth, but, you know, hey. I also don't understand, because it happened before this show, whenever they show them backstage, she's not wearing a shirt. And then when she comes out, she bucks. Why did you put the shirt on? Just leave it the fuck off. You don't worry about that. I just watched a bad movie the other night. I forgot Shocking. what it was called. And the actor... Ghostbusters, I think. Uh, you shut your goddamn mouth. Uh, That's heat. That's heat. He, uh... They, uh, the actor is a- attacked, 
And he has a rolled up like pink t-shirt. Like he has a button-up t-shirt and like the sleeves are rolled up. And then he's attacked. And then he wakes up. And then he puts on another shirt at like the nursing. Like so like he was taken to a hospital or something. And he puts on a blue long sleeve button up. I'm like, but that's not the shirt you're just wearing like two minutes ago. Whose shirt are you stealing right now? But yes, major guns. I don't know why. Uh Pop Erection tries to get canceled by faking deaths to get more yeah. to get more action from uh, Major. He just watched the Sandlot. That's all it is. Wendy Peppercorn. You Wendy know I mean? Peppercorn. Um, this sucked. Where do you uh, give it? I gave it two stars. No. Oh. Uh, the Cruiserweight division has seen better days. They should have just booked this as an eight-man tag match. To be honest, I've been a star of many plays. Okay, Johnny Cash. Oh yes, just make yeah. an eight-man tag. Yeah. Then have and just have uh, what's his not have Conan like because there's no reason for Disco Inferno to get a fucking cruiserweight title shot. So what I put is this was fine, I guess. I guess uh, to start off, I will say this. Speaking of why it wasn't mm-hmm. a man tag, I got to give it up to Conan. No, this motherfucker in 2000 at least he may be the second smartest guy in the business next to Jeff Jarrett because this motherfucker somehow has found a way to never work, but yet get paid. Might have a hot take here. I mean. Uh, Has some, he had a match in 2000? No. No, just, he got... Well, you know why? Hit the treadmill, I think. You know why? Because Hogan ended it with that devastating chair shot a couple weeks ago. That's true. He's been a concussion... Yeah. Con, concussion <laughs> protocol. Yeah, he's been in concussion protocol. How much about k Dog's like, I got a concussion, bro? Hogan. So, uh, hot take here. Yeah. Major guns. Yeah. It's known for... Softcore porn. One or two things. Yeah, it's not hardcore now. You know? Oh, yeah. In, oh, in, yeah. in the front of her. Uh... Bigger fan of her ass. She's got a nice ass. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, yeah, just yeah. just face away from the camera at and all I'm, times. And I'm would, normally would, like... I'd be okay with that. I'm a breast man. I enjoy the breasts. But, uh, yeah, hers, yeah. yeah. Too, too big, too the bulbous. Big. They're too stable in yeah. 98. Yeah, way too stable. Yeah. But the backside, though. Mm. Just fine. That's Bailey in 2021 oh. is what that is. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm here as a feedback. <laughs> Well, we go backstage. The day she starts wearing those skimpy ones like Sasha's, the day the internet breaks, by the way. Oh, yes. <laughs> starts doing some big E tights. Yep. God damn. It's uh, over. It's over. Or some uh, Silas Young tights, apparently. Ooh. The last real man. No, uh, Dalton Castle. No, he's got those long yeah, ones that come up. Highways, yeah. Because <laughs> he has well, to wear that uh, brace because he fucking broke his back. Checks out. Uh, we go backstage with the cat and Eric Bischoff as the cops tell Bish, uh, Eric that the perimeter is secured and they and then they walk out. Um, and then uh, he says that he has a surprise for one Kevin Nash. Then we go to Mean G. By the way, real quick, do you like how since that immensely self-serving promo the Bischoff did with Tanae, how it switched from a big surprise for the business to a big surprise for Kevin Nash? Yep. Damn. Trying to think nobody would notice. Yeah. People noticed. Database noticed. Oh, everybody noticed at the time. Uh, we get a promo now with Mean Gene and the Mamalukes. Hey! 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 hey, hey. He's the button. Actually, I don't go fuck. They're, yeah. they're yeah. the Mamalukes. Yeah, they're Mamalukes. Once they got rid of the manager of champions, they're the fucking Mamalukes. Well, he's too busy playing with the animals. What happened? Um, uh, Mamalukes say that they're not afraid of Chronic. They fought bigger guys in the jail. Uh, Vito says that he's hardcore champion, and Gene brings up that uh, is it Johnny the Bull champ, and then Vito just walks away as Johnny the Bull wants to talk about it. Mm, I see these blinking red lights here. Blinking, blinking red lights. Lenny Lodi situation? Are they gonna bang? <laughs> we're no, we're brothers. Remember? Did you ever do that? <laughs> bang your brother? No. I was in Jamaica one time. Yeah. 
So let's go to our next match as it's the Mamelukes versus Chronic. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhythm. For uh, for the number one contendership. To the perfect for, event. For the tag titles, yep. For the perfect mm. event. That awesome team of Stasiak and Palumbo. Meat. Palumbo. Well, you, you know, Tony Schiavone burying Stasiak as he enters the, his first night. I mean, as he Last should. time we checked, that guy was meat. Meat. Just a scant three years later, Chuck would be in a team where he would love to team with meat. Wow, that looked pretty good to me. It's a great segment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Um... <laughs> Brian Clark with a Russian leg sweep to join the bull into the guardrail. Vito Brian wrestles. Brian Clark. Adam Baum. Uh, Vito wrestles with the hardcore championship around his waist <laughs> the entire match. That can't feel good. Uh-uh. Like, that thing is fucking heavy as shit. Adam hits a running power slam, but the pin's broken by Vito. Sign of the night. Where's La Parka? And where's El, uh, El Dandy? As Zag as it should be. I'm always asking that. Where is La Parka? As it should uh, be. Adam goes for a gorilla press, but then Johnny the Bull uh, 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 hits, uh, does a gorilla press, and then drops Johnny the Bull onto his knee. Adam takes the hardcore title off, and uh, Clark just chucks it. Uh, Adam hits a stiff. He just, yep, right. Like, right. It's hardcore, dude. Uh, Adam <laughs> hits a stiff brain buster on Vito. Johnny the Bull with the power slam on Clark. Johnny the Bull tries to jump up the top turnbuckle from standing still, but stumbles and falls down. He does it again, and then Adam... Try to walk away uh, and stumble. I was going there, too. <laughs> I just... I can't. Every time I hear that song, I think of... Uh, I think of this embarrassing night with my that my buddy had. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, the next day, he's like, Man, guys, I had a date last night, and it didn't work out well in the end. We were, we were having fun, and... I bought some stuff to have fun with. And we're like, what kind of stuff? He's like, I bought a Macy Gray CD to put on. Oh, God. And then I bought massage oils and nipple clamps. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she didn't like any of it. Uh, I never said You, you let off with nipple clamps? <laughs> yeah. That was your go-to? The first? Jesus. <laughs> it's like surprising s- she didn't go for that. I bought a cattle prod. <laughs> but, I mean, this guy makes me look smooth with women, so, you know. So smooth. Listen there, dude. So every time I hear that, try to walk away. And I'm like, All I think about is her playing a cracked out mother in Training Day. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Never seen it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So Johnny Bull. Movies like I think this is a spot where. Um, so Johnny Bull jumps and Clark just moves. Oh, Adams is in the ring and he just like moves out of the way. And his giant bolt has a fucking face plant onto the mat. Oh, yeah, it's the old, it's the, it's where Samoa Joe got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm out of here. Well, hey. Yeah, he just goes, hey, I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Clark, uh, he gets out of the way. Chronic then hits high time on joining the bolt for a win. While this is happening, Vito is polishing off his hardcore championship near the announce table <laughs> as the commentators are yelling at him that there's a tag match going on behind him. Look at how he's deep through like a belt. It's like, your, your, your partner's losing right now. I got this. So your winners, Chronic. Vito's in the corner, Cunnilingus with the bell. Nine <laughs> minutes and twenty. God, this sucks. Yeah, it's a bit too fucking long for yeah. that match. One star. This never really gelled. No doubt on who was winning. Went too long. That's what I say. Yeah, it's. 
the, it's like that. It, you're right. The whole idea of this match is just like, oh, where's Chronic's going to win? Because you don't want to have the two heels that are flashing red lights right now win and then go on against your other heel tag team. Yeah, like so who wants to see the Mama Luce against the perfect event? Vince Russo. Who wants to see Chronic against the perfect event? Let's be who honest. Who wants to see here. the perfect event? You know what I want to see? No I said it when they debuted. Sean Stasiak. I want to see Chronic versus APA. Yes. Oh, I don't. Wouldn't be a match because they beat the fuck out of APA. Because Ron Simmons is a bitch. JBL's a bigger bitch. Damn. Oh, I might agree with your second view. <laughs> Damn. Um, but, uh, Ron Simmons, I just want you to know that the views and opinions yeah. of uh, Mike Bubble do not represent the rest of us here at No Solo. Manning's also a bitch. Oh, God. Oh, God. Scott Norton, you Fucking steroid ass piece of shit. Oh Fuck God. you too. Let's go to Pamela. Paul All the eat a dick. Let's go back to Pamela. Yes, before we, we come back off, to me. Off. The yeah. voice of the generation, Jeff Mack. I'm back. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Pamela <laughs> DDP as once again. Like, I, hey, first of all, Paula Poundstone. <laughs> pa- pa- Paula Poundstone. Got it. DDP, what's with your match coming up? Yeah, that's you... cell phones in New York. 2006 was an actual Why? joke. She said, "I like, I like." One funny thing is, like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand uh, Russo's play here with, with Pamela. Hey, buddy. As uh, every time we uh, we see her, like, they have to like f- like insult her looks. Like, hey, bimbo. It's like, or I can really just call her a fat ass. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Skinny fat ass. Nash is the only one who Nash just sexually harasses yeah. her the whole time. Like, she gets sex. She gets sexy, sexually harassed or insulted every time we see her. I think the last one of the interviews ended with him saying, "I'd hit that right to her." Yes, he did. <laughs> like the, probably did because yeah. he goes, "Who are you, sweetheart?" And then she introduces, and then he looks, checks her out, Steiner talks, and then he's like walking away. He's like, "Oh, hit that." <laughs> 2000 was a very different time. Yes. Uh, DDP says he's not afraid of Mike Awesome, <laughs> uh, yeah. and he rambles about the ambulance match. And then you, I thought he was going to get jumped because there was someone walking behind the like the interview area. You pay no attention to the men behind the curtains. It's a big surprise. Yeah. This is a big surprise. As uh, I think it was, it's, I, it's the Shockmaster. I thought it was Goldberg's monster truck, to be honest. But it's the powerful Wizard of Oz. Dude, so our, let's go to our third match of the it night. Is Nash. Let's God go, damn it! Let's go to our third match of the night. DDP versus Mike Awesome in an ambulance match. No sell for me, Doc. We were doing that. No, no, we have oh, to okay. talk about it. No sell for me, Doc. How on really early in the show? Yeah, third match. <laughs> well, I guess we know who wasn't winning the match then. Self high five. The network forgot to change DDP's music. That's awesome. I love when that happens. So I uh, got that. Uh, DDP brings out Canyon and then decides to leave him on the stage. <laughs> so here this you go, Crippy. Yeah. This is as far as I'm carrying your ass. Yeah, I'm, we're not taking you down there, what dude. What wheels? Yeah. What do they call you? Wheels? I love that line. Are you one of those Make-A-Wish kids? <laughs> uh, as Canyon comes out, as oh, he's he going to feed the homeless for you? He's in a neck brace, and he's just going to be watching the match from, you know, 40 feet away. Uh, did anyone else see the, the logic flaw with this, though? DDP comes out first, doesn't he? Yep. Yes. So you're just going to leave the crippled friend up on the stage where well, the guy who well, I mean, tried to kill him is about to come out. It's closer to the ambulance. <laughs> it's, it's just, right away, I was like, well, that's a flawed logic right there. You don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Uh, the, knock get, the ref gets knocked down instantly. <laughs> Why? It's, I, this is one of my pet peeves. It's a hardcore match. You don't need a ref bump. 
Literally, you could shoot the guy. It does not matter. You don't worry. We don't have guns. We have chairs. As we have a chair fight. Prince Russell strikes me as the kind of guy that would put seven different dressings on a salad at once. And then just eat chicken anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just throw the trash and eat fucking Vienna sausages. Uh, we have a we have a chair fight as they're swinging chairs at each other yes. like a lightsaber. Awesome, <laughs> awesome power bombs DDP saber. through the uh, through a table on the outside. EMTs then try to pick up DDP and they try to stretch him to the ambulance, but DDP rolls off and crawls back. Awesome attacks DDP with some chairs, throws him into the ring and then hits him with chairs multiple times. Hits a corner splash using the chair. Awesome hits multiple frog splashes. Um, then, you know, hey, let's go for one more. So he puts DDP on a chair, puts a chair on top of DDP, and uh, he goes for it but misses. You don't say. Kimberly then comes out and hits DDP with a lead pipe. Then Miss Hancock comes out and takes DDP. Ow, ow, ow. There it is. Uh, ow, ow, ow. Kimberly, she takes Kimberly to the back by dragging her <laughs> whoa, by the hair. Whoa, whoa. What did you do with the camera in the back? And then I just want to can we continue with the camera to the back instead of on the, the ring? Let's go to yeah. the back. Let's go to the back. <laughs> I think Tanae, get a camera back there. Uh, Tanae D- would be critiquing them. <laughs> Not D- enough tongue. DDP uh, <laughs> s- sits awesome on, awesome on the top turnbuckle, then hits a diamond cutter. Awesome is being stretched out, but then Eric Bischoff comes out with the chair and threatens to hit Canyon. So DDP stops and goes to go after Bischoff, but then. Canyon gets up and diamond cuts DDP off the stage. Canyon takes his shirt off and it reveals that he has a new blood shirt on. It's a miracle. He can walk again. Mark Madden was so excited. It's a miracle, bro. He can walk. My God, it's a miracle. Um, Will you stop? (laughs) Canyon puts DDP on the stretcher and it looks like he's going to finish the job, but Awesome tells him to get the hell away. And then Awesome pushes DDP. I'll cripple you again. And then Awesome puts DDP in the ambulance for the win. So... Nine minutes and 41 seconds. I have a weird... Uh, all that stuff happening was overbooked, but uh, there was a weird thing I came to the conclusion of during this match that I thought oh, oh, was oh. weird. No, uh, oh. When he gave him the diamond cutter off the, the, mm-hmm. the rope, uh, they really got some distance. Yeah. And, it's, and right then I was like, you know what? I like the diamond cutter better than the RKO because of the distance. Uh, it looks more impactful. I like the RKO, but he just kind of up and down. Yeah, he goes. Whereas straight. DDP gets, I mean, you're he jumps going. away from him. Yeah, it's a cooler visual, and I just like it better. It's a weird thing I thought of during the match, but as soon as I saw, it, I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm a diamond cutter guy. Um, you still have high five. Yeah, well, only when I'm lonely. Oh, okay. Uh, so two I, and a half stars. I prefer the five knuckle shovel. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> That's my problem with the ladies; they can't see me. Uh, two and a Ooh. half stars. I said this had good energy. Of all the millionaires, I find that DDP still has the most energy in the matches. Like, there's still, like, with him, it doesn't look like a 50-year-old, like, is in there slowly working, like, with Hogan or Nash or Sting or sometimes. Uh, DDP still looks like it's competitive, I guess is the way of saying it. Um, but for, for me, for this match, so what do you give it? Two, two and a half. Two, okay. I said, best yet, we got the Canyon Hill turn that everybody saw coming. So for me, I I did not like this match because of the fact that it's awesome destroying DDP. The odds are against him. You know, the wife comes down, hits him with the pipe, power bomb, multiple frog splash, everything like that. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, don't attack my friend. What? My friend attacks me? And then awesome wins think you know. In a way that makes that makes me even like it even more. Oh. 
Because if you look at it, that means the DDP is the only member of the Millionaire's Club actually trying to get new guys over. Well, yeah, it's awesome, dominates them. Yeah. He gets the diamond cutter, which neutralizes it because we've already established it's the, well, the, but, one of the biggest moves in wrestling. And then his friend has to turn on him again. Yeah, I mean. Do you think, do, but do you think you would, okay, would have you liked the match a little bit more if DDP lost clean? Like, no, no Kimberly, no Canyon. Like, and then the Canyon stuff could have happened after somehow. But the thing is, DDP can take these losses. It won't hurt him in the future. I mean, I'm not against him losing clean, but I think in this instance, it was all about the Canyon Hill turn, okay. which makes sense to do during the match okay. to me. Like, because that's all it was built towards was the Canyon Hill turn. Yeah, I mean, the story is fine. DDP sucks. Bores yeah. the fuck out of me. So let's move on to our next match, and boys, it's a boot camp match, yeah. aka a last man standing match. <sighs> GI Bro versus the Perfect Sean Stasiak. GI Bro comes uh, down to the ring with a, a zip line on a zip line and almost gets stuck halfway over the crowd. And the boyhood dream has come true. As uh, he has to force himself to get to the ring by waving back and forth. <laughs> so awkward. Hit the wrong kind of clip. Uh, Stasiak comes out with camo uh, paint on his face as uh, Madden uh, says that Stasiak looks like a Paul Stanley got drunk and decided to face paint himself. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that was such a awkward but funny, like, that, I mean, that was oddly specific. Because, you know, that's just like, that's just a shot at Shivani. That's yeah, all right. that is. <laughs> uh, sign of the match. Ray Lewis blew the judge. That's, that's, awesome. Not wrong, that's an awesome sign. Ray Lewis definitely murdered those people. Also, yeah, fuck Ray Lewis, do you punk pulled, bitch? Pulled a Nancy Reagan, did he? You're in the fucking, you're in the club of JBL Have you and seen Ron Nan- Simmons Nancy and Reagan lately? That's why I'm like that. So he pulled a Nancy Reagan. Hey, she's trending. I was wondering why she was trending the other day, no and I looked. Happening. Okay, so I'll tell you. Oh God. I, yeah, so this the other is... day, Nancy Reagan is trending on Twitter. Isn't she dead? Yes, yeah. but like why? And we're like why? So I guess there was like some interview or book that came out. Or whatever that in the, back in the day when she met Ron, before she met Ron in Hollywood, she was known as the best blowjob in Hollywood, best throat. Yeah, the best throat. She slobbed your knob and she did it well. Uh, what about Songy Dong? Yeah, I don't know about Songy Dong. We haven't heard from him yet. But uh, so every so the meme started coming out and, and like it's like her sitting on like Mr. T's lap and he just has a weird face and it's just like just give it some time or you know like. Uh, Ron and her in the you know the limo, and it's like, all right, shut the windows. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. The best thing about his later years is when he got like, Alzheimer's and forgot, she could just tell him she did it, and he'd be like, cool. Yeah. Didn't actually have to do it, but yes, the uh, first lady else, just say no to drugs. Known as the best throat in Hollywood in the thirties. Hey, that trickle down cum shot. <sighs> Does it work that way too? Because it doesn't work for economics. Brother, uh, they fight through the crowd. There's a ton of, there's a lot of GI Bro get up count. So it's like he has to get up at eight or nine, and he does that four times. Uh, there's a boring chant in that's this. Why this? That's why last. You could hear that. Yeah, you could hear that in the video from my house watching it twenty years later. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. I mean, You're on webcam all the time. I was like, boring, <laughs> boring. I mean, it's the reason why these matches, like last week's name, matches suck. Because it's just the same, like, crutch they have to go to the entire match. It sucks. Uh, G.I. Bro hits the bookend, but Stasiak gets up at seven. Then Bro hits a top rope drop kick. <laughs> Think Pol- about that sentence he just said. Bro hits a top rope drop kick. 
Palumbo comes out with the flex flexor, but Bro knocks it out of his hand and I hits a scissor wrote kick. Uh, Booker versus Stacey. I was like, "Fuck these stupid gimmicks." Now I gotta I stick with it. I wrote the gimmicks, dude. I'm a completist if nothing else. Stasiak hits Bro with the flex flexor, but Booker uh, Bro gets up at nine. Stasiak and Palumbo attack Bro. Bro double close both of them, then spin Rooney. Then he hits both men with the Lex flexor. Hudson says this match has gone twenty minutes, <laughs> and and I flatline and it, and it flatlined because uh, after uh, Bro hits uh, Stasiak with the flexor, that's how he wins. Time of match. 13 minutes and 58 I'm so seconds. Lost. What the fuck just happened? I'm so lost. First of all, I decided to do something and just have some fun with the last part of that that yeah. he did. And after I made my quips about, that sounds ridiculous, bro from the top rope dropkick. Bro from the top rope. I just replaced the word bro with riddle. Yep. Every time it sounded like riddle took on Sean Stasia. Well, he's now, he's the shaman. Yeah, the shaman. Uh, that's probably just dig at Jim or John Morrison. Who just got or fired. it's uh, yes, it dig at Val Kilmer. Vince hates Kilmer, always has. He played a shaman in the Michelle Entourage. Well, I know. It's awesome. Yeah, plus, he played Jim Morrison in The Doors, the original shaman. Yeah, shaman's a better role for him. Hey, come on, light my fire. What did you give it? I gave this three quarters of a star. Jesus, thank you. Fuck. I was like, here's my notes. You want to hear my notes? Yes. This match sucked. G.I. Bro sucks. Sean Stasiak sucks. Uh, so yeah, uh, Hudson, my, God, my what a waste. Hudson uh, says that we're 20 minutes in, but reality, 14 minutes. Oh my god, it felt like 30. I fucking hated this match with the passion. Oh yeah, it was boring. Uh, we go backstage with Mean Gene with Canyon. Canyon says that Bischoff was the only one that visited him the most, and Bischoff says that Canyon will take DDP's spot. Can't Gene show, spot? Uh, his dog. Okay. It would be Good. an honor. Uh, Gene shows the footage of earlier tonight of DDP leaving the ambulance, and then we see Goldberg's monster truck. God damn it, it's back. I was like, motherfucker. Uh, as Canyon wants to call himself now positively Canyon. So, let's go to the ring with a promo by the franchise, Shane Douglas. Saginaw! Saginaw. He talks about how we're, tonight we're going to see the end of two careers, Hogan and Flair's. Dick Flair! Ha-ha! Uh, and then he's like, you know what? Uh, tonight he's going to take his career to a new level, and he wants his upcoming match to be a five-table match, which he says, and he guarantees victory. Well, he confused the fuck out of everybody. So, yes, he did. He was trying to say best out of five. Yes, he was. But what he, how he said it, Tony Giovanni's like, He's got to put it through five fucking tables. This is a five out of nine falls <laughs> match. Oh, yeah. Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's a five tables match. And then halfway through, somebody had to correct these idiots. Shivani's like, oh, by the way, he meant to say two out of three. That's not even right, because it's three yeah, out of five. Three out of yeah. five. And more on that addition later, because, uh, well, we'll get to that. We know so that, that three that he doesn't put him through. I think it's this whole thing was done by Scott Steiner. Yes. Steiner math Steiner played math. a big it's role in this. Three third chance of putting <laughs> him through four tables. <laughs> Not gonna happen, brother. Uh, so our next match is a tables match. Three out of five. Shane Douglas versus the Wall. Did you, real quick? Did you see the uh, the luchador with the chainmail on his head? Yes. Is that Olympico or whatever? It is like it looks like a mix between Rey Mysterio and Scott Steiner. <laughs> And some dude tweeted, if this motherfucker tells you he's got a 619% chance of winning, run. <laughs> yeah. uh, Douglas baseball slides uh, into the wall, and the wall jumps over the announce table. Wall choke slams Douglas through one table, and then back by drops Douglas through another. 
Hudson then brings up that this is a three out of five, and Douglas has gone through two. Douglas low blows the wall twice. They walk up the ramp off and around uh, off to the stage. There's just a ladder set up next to two tables stacked on top of each other. Conveniently, uh, Douglas rams uh, the walls head off. Uh, they both climb the ladder. Douglas rams the walls head off the ladder, and Douglas uh, climbs the ladder a little bit more. Wall follows. Uh, he's going to fall through them. Uh, there was only two, but they say it was three. Yep. Douglas punches the uh, Douglas punches the wall and he flies through them all. Uh, we missed the spot where Douglas putting the brass knucks on because we had to watch the wall fall. Uh, eight minutes and twelve seconds, and after the match, there was another table there out of no reason, and then the wall no cells falling from the ladder gets up and choke slams the ref through the different table. So you want to give your stuff real quick, Corey? Then I'll talk about it. Good guy. Uh, one star. Douglas cut one hell of a shitty promo, confusing everybody, including the announcers, about the steps of this match, which sucked. So, literally, when they walked over to that, for no reason at all, ladder set up in front of two giant stack tables, they got to the top of the ladder, and I'm pretty sure it was Madden who audibly said, the wall just didn't see the table sitting there, as he had to... He literally had a hand on one of them to help himself get on the ladder. Like, you just made him look like the biggest fucking moron. This, he only went through two tables to begin with. It wasn't even a third fucking table. Yeah. He, he, oh my God. Just (laughs) the obvious fucking ending of the match. They they just, for no reason, calmly walk up the ramp, walk to the ladder. I was just like, you couldn't even at least have them set it up. No. It just let, had to be sitting let, let, there. Let's just have it somehow miraculously Jesus just there. Christ. It's like, just there. it's details like this, which is why WWF is better about every bit of this. Back then. They at least would have had them ha- set it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, this is terrible. Uh, we see backstage with... Uh, I'm so done with ambulance matches. I'm done with fucking tables matches. Well, don't worry, dude. I'm done with it. Don't worry. Uh, so we're that was. How do you th- feel about asylum matches? I want to be in one. Don't, don't, don't worry, because uh, backstage, uh, one uh, Hollywood Hogan shows up. It's an hour and a half into the pay per view. Yep. Thanks, Hogan. He's in his gear though, so he's ready to go. That's nice. That's, That's nice. just how he dresses. Yeah, he yeah. just dresses like that. Yeah, don't he wears those fucking boas to fucking food lion to mass. So our next match, boys. Probably. (laughs) Our next match. Depending on the interview, brother. (laughs) Listen here, dude. Our next match is Tank Abbott versus Scott Steiner. Muslim in an interview? Yeah. Shalom, brother. Shalom, dude. (laughs) As-salamu alaykum. As-salamu dude, brothers. Uh, Our next match is an asylum match. Tank Abbott versus Scott Steiner. Go ahead. However, they make it announced... You say that name with reverence, bitch. Oh, sorry. uh, Braun Breaker. Uh, However... um, they make an announcement that Eric Bischoff announced that since the Asylum is a Scott Steiner match, they will be adding Rick Breaker, Braun Breaker's father, into this match to make it fair. So it's a handicap match in the Asylum. This is unfair. They need at least two more people for this to be a fair yeah. match. Without question. Why, if it's an Asylum match, why didn't it start in the Asylum? Yes. I don't understand. And also, because the match begins in the ring and then, why then it comes down on them. Is that thing so small? 
Yes. Yeah, I, the three of them I in there together. I get the gimmick of it. I get it. You can make it bigger. It's still, in, like, it's still, you're still enclosed in a fucking cage. The thing, like, the three of them in there was, it was like, damn, that's See, not a lot of room to move. You could have moved. They're doing, like, rope spots. I'm like, you just put the cage around the rope then. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, don't you worry about that. Uh, we're going to have a bad match is what we're going to do. Cool, like, this. So just like fucking the Chamber of Horrors, they had to move one of the idiots out of the way because he was laying under the cage. It's like that fucking chair coming down. They had don't, to the idiot to move. Don't let that get out of the way. <laughs> Listen here, dude. This uh, was quick in a mess. It was just this was terrible, yeah. dude. Uh, Rick and Tank double-team Scott. Tank takes off the stank, actually. Takes his glove off to reveal he has a chain. And then Rick's like, hey, man, put that away. Chain gang is the click. Tank's like, okay, I got it. But takes a swing at Scott. But Rick gets in the way and uh, takes the shot. Um... Scott low blows Tank and hits him with the chain and puts Tank in the Steiner recliner for the win. Three I'm, minutes and 46 seconds. I'm hip with those hip-hop verses and, and phrases. That's from my favorite. Wound Tang, Def Jam. Uh, and, the, and the gang. Enemy. And the gang. And the Furious Five. Right? Sugar Hill Gang. What? Yeah. yeah that's what I was saying. Coolio. Get down on that. Hey, guys. I know what'd you all. give it? What'd you give it? Oh, this? This yeah. stinker of a... I give it one star. This was rushed and totally discombobulated. The dog-faced gremlin turns on Abbott when he attempts to punch Scotty. Yep. Okay. Okay. That was terrible. Um, But hey, at least we're getting to the quadruple main event. Well, but first... Should have been a mark of the quads. But first, a limo shows (laughs) up. I bought him. A limo shows up, and it's Ric Flair and the family. But behind that... There was a Goldberg monster <laughs> truck. <laughs> Just like, this is Knight Rider bullshit. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I like to think that it's roaming the parking lot, just looking for other cars to pin to do an undefeated streak like Goldberg himself. I just, I just want this fucking thing. You're next. It's just the background of other fucking television shows. Just the background of like the apartment on Friends. They just pan, there's just the fucking truck sitting there eating cereal. Now... I want to. Hey, do is that. that is that is that monster truck going to pivot anytime soon or what? <laughs> Seinfeld. What's with the big monster <laughs> truck? Truck and a monster truck. <laughs> hey, fucking lurker. Peter Paddock, get at it! Come on, what are you going to yeah, do with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That truck is in the hospital on scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne wants to fight the truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, does he survive? Does he survive in scrubs, or is it one of those heartbreaking episodes that the monster Dr. truck Cox dies? tried all he could? It's Colin Jost hosting Weekend Update with the truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's is, what I want. Is the fray on playing behind Dr. Cox trying to <laughs> yes, re- restart is. the battery? No! Come on, monster <laughs> truck! That's the world I want to live in. Can he be on Family Matters and his monster truck be named Boner? <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Steve. Urkel drives it through the front of the house. Did I do that? Is, can, can it be Boner and then have a crossover with Family Matters oh. and then his name is Bonet? And he goes in the machine. God damn it. All right, that monster truck showed up. We get highlights of uh, Kidman and Hogan. Now, let me say highlights. Uh, Hogan <laughs> beating up Kidman. Uh, we go to Mean Gene with Hogan, and Hogan talks about how, how he's not afraid of Kidman. How, I would fucking hope not. How he is a. Uh, <laughs> he weighs about 175 fucking pounds. And how he's a joke. And how Hogan, and, uh, how Hogan says that him and Gene can be here forever because they have, you know. 
the stick around here. Plus, Gene's only on his third kidney by this point. Yeah. Uh, Gene brings up Horace, and he says blood is uh, thinner than uh, new blood, dude. No, nope, blood's just blood. I, I hope he needs to watch the science on that part. Uh, <laughs> dude. So our next match, it's Hollywood Hogan versus Kidman. Hogan loses. He's out. He's retired. Hogan wins. He gets a title shot at Bash at the Beach next month. I wonder who's going to win. We'll talk about the surest bet in wrestling. Right? God damn. Um, Hogan starts the match by squashing Kidman. I checks out. Uh, Kidman's choking Hogan in the corner, and Horace tells him to back off. Horace is the ref, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, Horace Hogan's special guest, ref. Horace oh. says that he's calling it down the middle. And uh, about halfway through the match, I wrote this observation down. Could this crowd care any less about this fucking match? No. Oh, like, at one point, Matt was like, this crowd's going nuts. I was like, they're not. They're not I assure all. you, they're not. They're the all crowd, standing. Where's the crowd, Donny Osmond? The crowd went nuts for two minutes and ten seconds at the beginning of this. Because mm-hmm. that is the length of the NWO theme song. Yep. And the crowd was alive while that music was playing. And then the match oh, started. And the bell rang. And that damn bell had to ring. Hogan, since he's getting beat up by a kid, low blows him and then whips him with the weight belt. Classic face. Hogan's going to use the chair on the outside, but Kidman drop kicks the chair into Hogan. The chair almost flies into the crowd. Yes, yes it the, does. It almost killed some dude. Yep. I was like, oh, fuck. Kidman uses the chair on Hogan. Horace hit, uh, Kidman hits a splash, but only gets a two. Horace and Kidman argue about the count and how fast it was. Hogan then hulks up. Kidman ultra sells the punches. Hogan tries to ramp Kidman to the post, but Kidman falls behind and throws Hogan to the post. I think this is when Hogan's busted open. Uh, Kidman runs at Hogan, but uh, Hogan hip tosses Kidman through the announce table. Tori comes out, gets on the apron, hands him some uh, brass, but Kidman uh, hands Hogan some, uh, uh, the brass knocks. Kidman drop kicks Hogan and he bumps Hogan into Tory. Kidman hits uh, Hogan with the brass knucks, but Hogan has to kick out at two. Kidman is kicking Hogan. Horace pulls him off. Kidman punches Horace. Tory gets in the ring, low blows Kidman. Hogan hits Kidman with the brass knucks. Horace somehow gets up and makes the three count. 11 minutes and 39 seconds. And after the match, family's got a hug. So the Horace and Hulk. Hug it out. <sighs> Two and a quarter stars. Exactly what you thought it would be is all I wrote. Uh, I want you guys to join me from now on in a game I like, in a game I, I discovered here. It's with WCW being in the state it's in. It's always fun to see, you know, a lot of people just come to wrestling shows with their buddies. They they have they're lapsed fans maybe. Yep. They haven't watched in a while. They don't know what's going on. And it's fun to watch the people. Hey, it's like me and WWE show, right? It's fun to watch the people in the front row just kind of be. Shocked at the show and how bad it is, or indifferent. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the NWO music hits, and these people bolt up like something cool's about to happen. And then they realize it's not just Hogan himself, and this is the same company. It's just him by himself. But, There's no one with him. But you can tell those are the Laps fans because that music sparks something like, yeah. Oh. And then they just sit down again. <laughs> They're like, well, it's not what I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, this uh, was pointless. There was never a doubt about how this match was going to end. This sucks. How did Kidman become the sixth most important person in this feud? But he's still the guy wrestling Hogan every week. I don't know. I, I don't know. This is the... At the time, it made no sense. Looking back 21 years later, this is the most, most confusing, confounding feud, I think, in wrestling history. There are so many... Like, when it started, it was absurd, and it's... 
on its face, right? Well, Joe and I were like, why are they feuding? What? Why the fuck are they feuding? By the time it's ended, it's gotten so like, much weirder. When that face came, it came out like a shoot problem. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, what is happening? We, we're we're going to shoot, brother, because, you know. Now you've, Kidman's feuding with everybody in the match. Hogan somehow is not feuding with Kidman, but that's still the guy he's beating up every week. Because it's that weird thing that they took <coughs> Bischoff away from uh, Kidman. Because Kidman, because uh, they flipped Bischoff from Kidman to Nash to the, the main event. To Jarrett. To Jarrett. Yeah, he's like Jarrett now. Yeah, you know, so Jarrett. About something. Wonderful Mrs. Easy put the kibosh on that storyline. Because remember, for a few weeks, it was very much like, oh, I'm fucking the shit out oh, of yeah, Tori. And that yeah. is is over. That is nowhere to be seen. And fucking the chef, Kimberly. I wonder if that because he doesn't. He's not doing any of that shit anymore. Anybody that yeah. was with Bischoff two weeks ago or, or by switched. themselves now. By themselves. I wonder if uh, Mrs. Easy was like, "You're gonna knock that shit off right now." Thanks. Yeah, because he's exclusively Jarrett now. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. Jarrett Cap. Oh, God. So, Godsend. Um, this fucking company. Yes, he is. Backstage, we see Bischoff on the phone with someone. Cops show up and says if he's okay. Bischoff says, "Have you found that monster truck yet?" And they, and they have not. It's easy to find. It's a giant fucking uh, truck. Cop says, name on it. Our camera guys found it three times already. Cop says that everything's under control as they have still not found. Just go stand outside. You'll find it. Yeah. Just yeah. Walk into the building. It'll be behind you. <laughs> um, God damn. We get a Bash of the Beach promo. Um, Can't wait. Commentary. Uh, after the promo, the commentary brings up that this was a Hogan swerve. This was a plan, and Kidman knew uh, knew it all along. Yeah, like the retcon that Kidman figured out Hogan was swerving everybody, but nobody believed him. That's the, that's the, that's the storyline now. What? Yeah. Yeah. That Hogan and Horace were in cahoots. What was that, no- cahoots? They in cahoots. Oh, my God. And nobody believed Kidman, so now that's why he's been dumped by Tory, and Bischoff won't have anything to do with him, and the new blood sucks. He's going to be on drugs pretty soon. He's going to be back. God damn it. <laughs> Where's Raven? You need him. Right. Where's my pusher man? <laughs> uh, we're gonna recap now because of our starting next match. It's gonna be the battle battle of the flares. One David, one Rick. But first, we did promos with Pamela and with uh, Paula Maslow. With David Flair and Vince Rousseau, as Pamela just goes, like, "Yeah, good luck on trying to retire your dad tonight. Yeah, you have no shot in hell, basically." True. And then we go to Mean Gene with Ric Flair. He says tonight, Flair says he's going to style and profile. That was strategic, by the way, because even with the family nearby, if they'd put Rick with Paula, he'd have fucked her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, boom. However, right however uh, then, uh, then at, towards the end, he just yells, go, Hulkster, go. Because, again, Flair's got to be subservient to Hogan, buddy, in any way, shape, or form. That just, it's. Uh, Hulkster's my hero. <laughs> I think did he said that on Nitro in '99 and I died a little inside. Yeah, Hogan's my hero. Uh, when it was gonna be Hogan, when it was gonna be Flair and Brett versus, uh, I think Nash and someone's like, we're doing this one for you, Hogan. I'll never forget that. Both Brett and, and Rick kissing up to Hogan in a promo. Yeah, and I'm trying not to, to not to just spew vomit all over the place. Ugh. So our next match is father versus son. David Flair versus Ric Flair. Yeah, remember? 
Ric Flair said that he's not wrestling oh. his dad at the match. Oh, yeah. He's, Sorry. He's, he's fighting the nature it's boy. David nature Flair boy. Ric Flair. No, David Flair versus Ric Flair, the son of Ric Flair, who's not here tonight. Hey, it's Russo's son, first of all. Because it's Rick. It's Russo's. Ric Flair's a stepdad. Oh, he's true. no son. He's no son of mine. Uh, Thank you, we, Phil Collins. We have the Flair family at ringside. All of them. Yeah, including that bitch. That bitch. That bitch, Ashley. Uh, God damn it. Can't wait till we get to that part where she, cause I gotta yep. bring up something. Rick has to uh, uh, Rick has to slow down, uh, slow down for David. Yeah, checks out. Uh, yeah, Rick has so Eugene. Chops, yeah. Rick chops the hell out of him. David knocks oh, Rick on the outside, and Robinson stops him from going out. Russo start, attacks Flair with a bat, and then handcuffs Rick. Again, Russo, it's a working shot. Not a- Jesus fucking Christ. Not today, dude. Uh, Russo would have fit in well with all Japan in the nineties. Holy fuck! <laughs> we laid in. <laughs> uh, which uh, did did Kimberly learn from Russo with those? Apparently, yeah. Jesus Christ! Uh, David puts Flair in the rig, uh, figure four, and Russo helps by grabbing, uh, helping David stretch out. But nothing comes there. Russo is attacking David, then Reed gets in the face in the ring, and Russo just palms him like a basketball yeah, and chucks him to the ground. He's like, "Fuck you, little squirt." Reed then low blows Russo and takes the key and gives it to Rick. Reed goes to the outside and gives uh, the key. Rick uncuffs himself. Then one Ashley Fair. No, he gave uh, it to uh, the ref. Oh, he gave it to Lil Nate. Ashley Flair, a.k.a. Charlotte, comes in, uh, comes out of nowhere, attacks Russo and handcuffs him. And And right here, Madden screams, she mounted him. It's like, oh, She's 14 years old. Can we not say that, please? Oh, my God. As after she mounted them, David... That changes how I feel. Yeah. yeah. About her in this match. Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't change how I feel about her. I'm just learning to accept the fact that I hate a 14-year-old. Yep. It's instead. You know, I didn't think of her that young, but I... You'd think it would feel bad inside to physically hate a, a child. Nah. nah. But I'm okay with it. I hate a lot of children. Because I hated her yep. in this. Yep. Uh, okay. Rick put, too, by the way. Rick puts David in the figure four the for the win. Oh, Rick put uh, David in the fle- figure four for the win. Ten minutes and sixteen seconds. So Rick Flair uh, saves his I career. I mean, he beat the fuck out of David. <laughs> he chopped the <laughs> shit out of him for about eight minutes. Yes, he did. Baptism by fire. Jeez. You want to do this for a career? Jesus fuck, man. On this, I gave it a whopping one and a half stars. Woo. I said Ric Flair may be the greatest of all time, but he can't pull off miracles. Still, this was easily David's best match. Easily. Uh, too much shenanigans. Yep. And then, and then after the match. Consider, consider the weight that that holds when the next match is about to start. And then after the match, Ventress will be ghost face. Yeah, yeah, he does. After the match, Rick slaps the shit out of him for a bit. As the Flair family celebrating in the ring, they go up to the stage. Russo gets the mic and says, you know what? I'm going to retire Rick myself on Nitro. As in the entire Flair family decides to just tell him to suck it and do DX crop chop. Uh, yeah, he calls uh, a 14-year-old bitch, Yep, which is great. Also, she I is. love that Joe we didn't bring up that old uh, Miss Conrad Thompson made a television appearance. Oh, yeah, yeah, Miss Conrad uh, Thompson. Flair. Megan Flea. Uh, I mean, talk about being a devoted fan. You, you marry the, you know, talk about the ultimate collector's item. I mean, you marry, you know, the daughter of the guy you bought underwear of. 
You have his tights, his boots, his robes. The infamous his robe. daughter. Yep, his daughter. Damn. Bro, this is some Nicolas Cage shit. That's high praise. I see him as a T Rex in Jurassic Park. That'd be amazing. You're war. I'll get you. Wow. I'll get you. It's a tornado oh. twister. Oh, I'm gonna pick you up and fly. You're gonna fly. Oh yeah. All right. Where am I? God damn it. Don't get me started with Cage. Oh. You don't, don't let me get the cage out. That was earlier as the asylum match. We're gonna have a human torch match. One match gonna set a man on fire. Okay, folks. <clears throat> I'm waiting for this. All right. We're gonna recap the history of the Glad one of those was. brothers in paint. <laughs> They were good friends for two weeks, and then this re- rebrand. You know, the the physical is nothing. It's the emotional strain when you've been friends for two whole weeks, for two? and he turns his back on you. It's right. been two weeks since <laughs> you were my friend. All right, so our next match is the Human Torch match. Inferno match. Inferno match, indeed. Uh, or, yeah, minus the ring on fire. <laughs> Russo. You know, I always felt constrained in the WWF. They made us do the ring on fire. I wanted to do the wrestlers on fire, bro. Pussies. P- Come p- on, bro. Pussies. All right. Doing a little bit of volcano was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Our next match. Uh, was that match? So Vampiro comes out, lights a blowtorch uh, that was hanging by the stage. Um, then we see firefighters on the outside getting ready in case. Sings music hits. But then the torch that Vampiro lit started to race to the top above the Tron and Sting's on the Titan Tron. Sting tells Vampiro that if he wants to uh, torch him, you have to climb up here to the top. And Madden's like, you know, that's not a torch Hogan. Uh, that's not a torch a Hogan torch. Uh, that's not a Hogan torch because he wouldn't pass it. Madden's got to get that Hogan hate in. Yep. And I'm here for it. Vampiro yep. yells at Madden thinking that Madden knew what he was all about. God damn you, Mark. <laughs> I love that. Like, Ian, I didn't know. I uh, I remember hating Madden as a kid. Me too. Fuck, I love him now. I, yeah. He's oh great. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Uh, however, Sting then decides to come down. It's like a rated R version of Bobby Heenan. It's great. Right? I'm here for that. Sting comes down instead of just waiting. Wouldn't it be awesome to get R-rated Bobby Heenan like, in his prime just oh. one night? Oh, Jesus. Just him and Gorilla actually cutting loose and saying what they wanted to say. Oh my god! What I don't like so far, so far we even get to this match is Sting. Hey, come up here. Let's let's wrestle up here. Then Vamp's like, no. He's like, okay, okay. Yeah, right, come well, on. We, down. we put it that way. Yeah, yeah. he forced my hand. Yeah, <laughs> damn. That was a uh, convincing argument, sir. Yeah, you, sir, are correct. I'll come down. Uh, we have a match, I guess. Uh, Vampiro pours gasoline on Sting, as one wants to do. Then they <laughs> you know. fight back up the ramp. Yep. yep. Vampiro starts to climb the Tron, and Sting follows. But yeah, Vamp- I thought you were scared. But Vampiro punches Sting off the Tron, and uh, Sting falls off the set through some tables. Vampiro well, then... Well, those three tables. They went to yeah, the wrong yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. it. Wrong side, guys. And the ring bell rings because Vampiro won the match. Yes, he did. Three uh, tables. Uh, Vampiro climbs to the top, and Sting follows. They fight on top of the Tron, but then we get Sting's lightning effects for some reason. I didn't understand that. There's thunder. There's lightning. There's flashing lights. Oh, my. The lights go out, and Vampiro grabs the torch, and the commentary team starts screaming as he lights Sting on fire. And then a man engulfed in flames goes, and then jumps and does a front flip off the Tron onto the stage. Your winner, Vampiro. Seven minutes and 23 seconds. I will tell you, everybody listening, I texted these two gentlemen. I just wrote, holy fuck, what did I just watch? Yep, I was not ready for that. 
I was like, I don't know what I was ready for. It wasn't that. The first time I saw this match, I was like, Did you did you order this live? No, I didn't see this live. Okay, uh, not even. I was working at the uh, Dairy Mart, and had and I had to work Sundays. <laughs> they were like, "You want the day off?" I'm like, nah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the work. last pay per view I took a day off for at that job was the year before for Road Wild. Yep. Because uh, I were it was a Saturday. Big Carmelo fan. No big. Uh, yeah. uh, NWO fan, so I wanted to see Nash and Hogan go at it, mm. even though it was red and yellow Hogan. Mm. But uh, yeah, holy fuck! That visual was insane. One star. How the hell do you rate this? It was a spectacle. I'll give you that. Still, it's just Russo ripping himself off again. Match ends when the stuntman called Sting was set on fire and fell off a huge the video screen. Stuntman called Sting. <laughs> uh, they had a fucking amazing overhead camera shot of it. Holy hell, it cool as hell. I was like, damn. That's not what I thought would happen. No. Because <laughs> like, well, honestly, like I'd never seen this match. And so I was watching, I was like, I wanted to see which one of them was wearing like a long glove, right? Yep. I was like, no, they're just, all right. No, they're on fire. Weird. Yeah, they both wore shirts, uh, but. That makes okay. sense. yeah. So. Jesus um, Christ. I, I. That was insane. It was, but Imagine it's just. they're alive seeing that. You see some dude on fire plummet <laughs> fucking 30 like, feet. Holy hell. <laughs> Good Lord, okay. dude. Didn't see that coming. Um, so, let's talk about this. Sex, baby. Owen. Yeah. Just a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then WCW pulls this stunt it's off. But, but hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. They pull the stunt of someone on fire, like mm. head to toe on fire, and he jumps off the stage, and that's what, 20, 15. It was about, 30 feet. Yeah, it was, it was, that's not a small tron. So, no. Okay, so 20 to 30 feet. Let's just say that. Yeah. But then we get to, then we have to do the, let's go to the commentary team. As Scott Hudson says, we just saw Steve Borden kill himself. And then, you know, this is, isn't wrestling anymore. You I know, actually don't have a problem with any of that. No. I don't either. I, I think it makes sense. Because I mean, you it's have not to, wrestling anymore. You have to sell this as something more than just the end of a match. Yeah, and is the right? It's not wrestling anymore. But it, you know, it just it just blows my mind of like let's attempt this stunt. I well, have a bigger issue with Sting repelling and and GI Bro on the little ripcord. I have a bigger problem with that. If you're going to compare it to Owen, those I have a bigger problem with. Like, here's one thing that I've never. This is a Mick Foley ripoff of anything. Oh, not Owen. I've never thought about this and. It's interesting to think about now. Talk about if two... You already talked about one, Sting and the Undertaker. What a cool match that would have been. But if you take this Vampiro and put him against the Undertaker in WWE... It's a better match. That's a hell of a feud. Yeah. Because this Vampiro, it's, it's the devil. Yeah. He, he is straight up Satan. He's just the devil. He is Satan. And Dark Side Taker would have been fun You're against like this guy. Corporate ministry taker against yeah. this Vampiro. Against the, just two... Pure Satan like evils. Yeah, that'd be sick against dude. each other. That would have been fun. That'd be sick, right? Oh, that's a missed opportunity there. But yeah, no, I actually had no issue. Yeah, with the way they sold it, like they, that, it, it made sense to me. It's just that it's just that you know, what I mean, like they just did it, and then they've done the spot so many times with someone I mean, getting hurt, and then it's just them going, "We shouldn't be doing this anymore. We should call the show." They show the replay. 
ten times, and they're like, "We shouldn't be even doing this. You know, kill the can't kill it." To be fair, like I to be fair, to be fair, if WWF did this, I'd have a much bigger fucking issue with it. They didn't kill the guy. What's their company? I, I said, I'll tell you the only problem I had with this in, in real time is that it happened at all mm-hmm. because as a hardcore WWE fan all the way through, it was mm-hmm. like, you know what? If WWF does this shit, fine. Yeah. That's their, it's sports mm-hmm. entertainment. Yeah. This is WCW. It's supposed to be wrestling. Yeah. Why is this shit happening on this show? That's what, and then stuff like this that killed the company. And I get that criticism of it. Yeah. For sure. Cause it was like, you know, that's, there's a place for it. That's the other channel. Have them or do it over there. The other other channel, ECW. Yeah, that's like, their shit. Have them do it over there. This is supposed to be the wrestling. Mm-hmm. And if they'd have listened to the fans, they wouldn't have dropped in popularity so much because every time they did any kind of and they did they did testing all the time mm-hmm. and focus groups and shit. And they have talked about it. Yeah, they asked their fans. The fan, loyal WWE fans wanted wrestling. They didn't want this shit. They told them flat out, "We don't want." This Vince Russo crap. We don't want any of that shit. We just want wrestling. That's what we want. And if they'd have just focused on it, it's 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 like the fact. Why do we want to watch you if WWE's doing it? You gotta be different. Yeah, be but different. they're not. But they're not. They're just a pale imitation right now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Pamela backstage and talks to Bischoff, asking about his big surprise. And the Bischoff goes, "There is no big surprise." That's the big surprise. That's the big surprise. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, no, he's lying. That's well, not I, the big surprise. I know. I know. But, but, but they fucked up big time. But at this point. I think. Was it Bischoff that came up with this idea? Or was it Russo? It feels like a Bischoff idea. To right? It does. And it's like. They shouldn't have teased anything. It's desperation. They ruined it by teasing it. Yeah. Honestly. But like, damn. Uh, so, guys, let's go to the main event for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. Just, <laughs> after, after the, the dude plummet to his death on fire, after, now we have another match. Yeah. After that last match, alive, the crowd was three. a little. But I'll tell you, they came alive when a certain theme song hit. I oh. mean, and and it was chosen Jared. one. Absolutely. Yeah. It was Kid Rock. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I'm heading out west. <clears throat> That's, I still love that. That's that's his best theme song. Yeah. Not as impact. My that's, world, yeah. my world. <laughs> um, WCW Heavyweight Championship, Kevin Nash versus the champion, Jeff Jarrett. We get a Buffer intro. Buffer says that Nash. Dude, is, fast forward to that. Fuck that Buffer shit. says that Nash is a four-time champ. As in Hudson has to go, Nash is going for his fourth championship. Yep, he's oh. only been three. Yeah, Buff, well, he is a fucking idiot. So. However, before the match even starts, the cat comes out and has, has some announcements to make. <laughs> special guest, ring, bell ringer, Conan. Oh, there's some special celebrities in the, in the house tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Special timekeeper, Ray Mysterio. Spe- special bell keeper, Disco Inferno. He called him a bell ringer. Yeah. <laughs> special <laughs> ring announcer, Hoovy. They've already done the announcements. And special ring enforcer slash guest ref, The Cat. Fair. That's just fair. There it is. Uh, Nash. Yes. So in this match, Nash is punching uh, uh, Jared and then just stops. And then the cat looks up the ramp. Everybody stops. Everybody stops. I noticed that. Because they're like doing so, stuff. And to me, 
they, I, I thought they were trying to sell the fact that they might have heard the monster truck. They were. Okay, that's they what they were, were, they were trying to sell. Okay. They, it didn't come across on television, but that's what they were selling. Because yeah. it sounded to me, it looked like they're selling the monster truck is near. Yep. But nobody. Just that wasn't audible to the people at home. It yeah. was but, so weird. Uh, Nashler's Jared into the guardrail and they does snake eyes drop Jared onto the announce table. I love that move. Right? They and, fight through the crowd. They have a camera that follows them the whole time. And so the, all right, we're here. And then they're on the cross the arena hey, shot. It's a good move. So good that someone else ripped it off this time frame. Because I'm not going to pretend that the original incarnation of the American badass isn't just diesel in the ring. You've done and it. And I'm talking now. the way he dresses after this initial duster thing. He dresses like Diesel. He does all of Kevin Nash's moves. Starts hanging out with Shawn Michaels. <laughs> right. uh, Nash climbs the guardrail, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, never... Holy shit. I have never seen that, that before in my life. Blooper-ass <laughs> shit right there. What the fuck was that? Uh, planned. Strategically planned. All right. Nash climbs the guardrail, but Rey Mysterio hits his knee with a chair. Uh, Jarrett awesome. uses the chair on Nash's knee. Jarrett uses the uh, long figure four <laughs> to attack Nash's knee. Conan hits Nash with the ring bell, but Jarrett gets a two. Nash sidewalk slams Conan. Ray gets on the turnbuckle, but Nash knocks slide, him bro. off. Jarrett attempts to hit Nash with the belt, but Nash ducks and lays Jarrett out. Nash makes the cover, but Disco gets in and knocks down the ref. Filthy animals attack Nash. The cat is now the ref. Filthy animals um, where am I at? Uh, try to attack Nash, but he fights them all off. Jarrett hits the stroke and delays on covering um, Nash, but Nash kicks out at two. Uh, Jarrett grabs the guitar, and uh, but jumps off the top turnbuckle, and Nash catches him and choke slams him. Uh, cat begins to make the count, but the crap. Th- uh, then the cat grabs his eyes. He can't see. Nash then jackknifes the cat. Uh, Nash hits the big boot and jackknifes Jarrett. Another ref comes out, but out of nowhere, Rick Breaker, the father of Braun Breaker, takes out the ref. Uh, Tank Abbott comes out and stops and uh, stops Scott Steiner for helping Nash. They fight to the back. Filthy animals. Rick Steiner all attack one Kevin Nash. Goldberg's truck, monster truck, shows up. Goldberg comes out of it when the camera pans away to make it look like he drove it in and runs off everybody. Huh? He drove it in. Hmm. It was going one mile an hour. No. He drove it in. Uh, Everybody runs off. Goldberg gets in the corner. Looks like he's going to spear one Jeff Jarrett, but spears Kevin Nash instead. I I hated this part because they did the WWE thing. Yeah. They're both standing there. They're both standing there. The one guy's like, yeah, get him. And then he looks at him. In the 70s or 80s, they would have both been slowly getting up, and he'd have just hit the guy he was going to hit. Yeah. None of this, like, you got him. And then looking. None none pointing. it's, It's spelling it out for the audience because you honestly think they're too stupid to figure out the nuance. Yep. Is what it is. They're in Baltimore. So Goldberg spears Nash. Tells Jarrett to cover him. Goldberg wakes the ref up, and the ref makes the count. Your winner, and still WCW heavyweight champion, Jeff Jarrett. 17 minutes and 22 seconds after the match, Russo and Bischoff come out with a uh, 
a, a weird look on their face, like, what's happening? And then they hug Goldberg, filthy animals come back, they all celebrate, the crowd pelts them with drinks and food, just the like the NWO days. So, Corey, what do you give it? I give it two and a quarter. When it was just Nash and Jarrett, I actually thought this was really good. They have good chemistry together. They've worked tons in WWE together. Um, those parts were, were really good. I said, uh, speaking of overbooked messes, the filthy animals were also at ringside, and Nash beat everybody until the numbers took over. Then Goldberg showed up and turned on Nash. The crowd hated this. This is the big surprise um, that's going to shake the world of wrestling, a Goldberg heel turn. Um, There is nuance to this that I forgot about. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not joining the new blood. No. He is Russo and Bischoff's muscle. Yep. Because he's been lied to by the by the other vets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that part's a shoot. Yeah. He was a mentally abused, like, for being a rookie and being in that position. He was taken advantage of by just about everybody above him on the card. Um, but this was terrible. Who thought this was a good idea? Vince Russo. He's the only one. I got news for you. The dude who just turned heel did not want to do it. Nope. And was vehemently against it. I don't understand why he went with it. Um, he had that point. He had the contract where, and the pull where he could have said, no, that's stupid. Why the fuck would I do this? That's my maybe, question. Uh, honestly, probably to not be anything like Hulk Hogan. Probably. He didn't want to do the creative doesn't work for me, brother, because then he's just Hulk Hogan. Because this, this is, I, in real time, I remember being shocked, but not in a good way. I was like, Really? The best idea they could come up with is take their biggest star and turn him heel. Yeah. For no reason, at the wrong time, and, and the wrong way. And okay. on top, like what you said about him not, like, why is it weird if he agreed to it? He makes money hand over fist selling merch. Yeah. This isn't going to help that. Plus, he didn't grow up a fan of the wrestling business. No, he was going to fuck about wrestling. But the one thing he does care about, he loves being a hero to the kids. He likes doing the Make-A-Wish stuff. He likes going to, to, to help children, going to hospitals. And you got to kiss all that away when you do this. Yep. So, interesting. Bold move, Cotton. Bold move, Cotton. Well, as evidenced by the crowd, this is not like Bash at the Beach 96. No. Where Hogan cuts turns and the crowd's throwing shit. This is a, what the fuck are you doing? This is stupid. And I got... Yeah, this isn't anger. This is apathy. I got news for you. A lot... Of, I, knew, I knew a couple of WCW diehards like me who quit watching after this. Yeah. Not because they were dismayed by the hill turn, but it was just so stupid. And they were like, you know what? This is dumb. They don't know what they're doing anymore. I'm not watching it. This is stupid. This was the last straw for a couple of guys I know. And I have to imagine far more people than that around the country yep. just went, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. I'll just watch Raw. That's what they did. What's your final verdict, sir? Dun dun. Probably not great. <laughs> One of the best ones ever. The huge surprise was a Goldberg Hill turn. That is the sound of an entire fan base giving up. Don't bother. There it is. But what is that? The big surprise. <laughs> Huge. Uh, uh, Corey Warden. 
have, how, do we know what, we're, what the the surprise that you teased us at the beginning of the show? What we're oh, doing? yeah. Uh, I tried, and th- I want you to know there was a uh, there was an attempted coup at No Cell Entertainment. A coup by you a say. certain took a, a shit on Pelosi's desk. That no, kind of coup? No, no. Uh, a certain savior wanted to take over oh. Supreme Duties again, but uh, I stopped it. Yeah. And I was I was this close to getting Jeff Mack to come back. Good God. To save us. Damn. But that didn't work either. So I turned around and made myself a tiny little profit. Jeff doesn't know it yet, but he's staying in Japan for another 30 years. Damn. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Joseph Parks is a, is a funny man. I just hope he enjoys scrubbing old men's balls. Mm-hmm. That's what he lives for, really. Damn. <laughs> the, 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 the attack on Noso. Got it. Okay. The, I, um, you stopped it before it happened. The, uh, the men I did business with were pretty convincing. Missing a couple of fingers, a lot of tattoos on the hands. Ah. I don't, know. don't you worry about that. You, you know Takashi Six <laughs> Nine? What was that? What do they keep calling themselves? Yakima? Yeah, Yappa Pie. Yappa Pie. There it was. Uh, Yakuza. Oh, Yakuza. That's oh, Yakuza. Yeah. Yeah. Very well, nice. You know. Very nice guys. They're down to to race some cars in the mountainside. Hey, I, you know, I've heard. Very nice guys. I'm sure Jeff will be very happy scrubbing balls. I made a, a nice nest egg on this. It's very nice. I may have oversold him. Yeah, yeah, points on the package, I see. So I may have oversold him. Corey? I mean. What? Your th- I would say your thoughts on the fact that this was. How do you feel that this was your. Final yeah. WCW. So, yeah. In the year 2000, Great American you didn't Bash. know that Great American Bash was ever going to come back. So this is how it ended. This is how it ended. Should have ended here. Um, I, mean, I mean, definitely it went out on a on a whimper instead what? of a bang. Let's put it you that way. Bang. bang. Yeah, well. So, DDP notwithstanding. Uh, it definitely went out on a whimper. Womp womp. Um, just sad. At this point in real time, I was just sad. Yeah. Uh, in terms of a fan, I was just like, this is terrible. So, what's happening here? I have last year's card on. Oh, I can right remember most of it. It's, okay. it's terrible. So, last year. It may be as bad as this one. This one may be a little better. So, let's find out. Okay. Last year, first match of the night was a hardcore match Hack versus Brian Nobbs. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Next match, Van Hammer versus Mikey Ripwreck. This pay per view. Next match. That was a year ago already? Mm-hmm. Next Jesus match. Christ. Buff Bagwell versus Disco Inferno. Next <laughs> so match. This, one, this year is better. Next yeah. match. The No Limit Soldiers of Conan and Rey Mysterio defeats the West, uh, West Texas Rednecks of Henning and Bobby Duncombe Jr. Right. And Master P was in the house for this. Is crap. Next match. Ernest Miller defeats Horace Hogan. Next match, Ric Flair defeats Roddy Piper by via DQ. Jesus. That's the sixth <laughs> match of the night. Next match, Rick Steiner or Rick Breaker defeats Sting in a false count anywhere match with the dad dogs. Yeah, they released the dogs on Sting, remember that? When the match league towel comes out of nowhere. Next match for the tag titles, the Jersey Triad defeats Ben Wall and Saturn. I.e. the only good match on the show. And then your main event for the title, world title that goes seven and a half minutes. Kevin Nash defeats Randy Savage via DQ. When Sid debuts. 2000 had the better lineup. How was that a year ago already? 
Right. And how different that's, feels like it was two months ago. How the fuck is that a year and, ago? And feel, that seems like an entirely different company. It does. The, that name right there's this, yeah. So let's go to the, let's go to the buy rate. Oh, can, can it go? What was slavery like? Ju- I got it right here. Judgment Day, just to compare this year's 1.05. Didn't deserve that. <sighs> He's here. So, Slambury of uh, 2000. Where did it go? I just had it. It was in May. Yeah. No, well, I, yeah. <laughs> they have the, 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 you can find it in May. The website I have now, I, I'm on, It's it has uh, every pay per view, uh, both companies. Uh, Slambury of, of May got a point one four. Oh, I think it's less than that. So, does it go higher or lower, lower. than 0.14? I think it goes lower. I'm not sure how it can, but I think it does. Great American Bash. Point one nine. Wow. Goes up. That's got to be the torch match, right? The idea that someone's going to be set on fire. That's got to be what drew people in. I think so. It can't possibly be anything else. So... As I said earlier in the night, the grammar, uh, uh, attendance was so that was so. This is seventy-five thousand cells for pay-per-view buys. Uh, so total attendance was seven thousand thirty-one. Total paid four thousand six hundred seventy-seven. Uh, live gate was one hundred fifty-four thousand four hundred forty-five. That's up from what Slamboree was. However, Spring Stampede got two seventy-two. Yeah, one fifty-four is not a good gate. It's a real bad game. Baltimore's a wrestling town. Yep. So can't. Goddamn. So uh, our next pay-per-view for WCW, Bash at the Beach. Yes, and all I can say is, Bill, you've been excited since, like, j- January 4th. Well, there's, a, there's a couple promos I'm going to be recapping. It's sponsored by Masterlock. That's why I'm excited. Chris Masters is there? Thank you. I was yes. just thinking that myself. So let's go. 16-year-old. Old enough That bitch That bitch So let's go to our favorite part of the show It's the award show Let's start it off with best match Holy fuck Uh, I went the Inferno match I got some perverse enjoyment out of that match You, You gave the main event the most but I'm not going to reward that shit show at the end for. <laughs> I'm going to go with. You got to give it a front of Human Torch match, right? Well, I only went one star on that thing. But still, enjoyability. I'm kind of booble. I'm a booble. I'm gonna, I'll side with you guys this time. Yeah. It's the Torch match. Burning Flash, baby. Burning Boy. <laughs> He's on fire. Get him out. Oh. I don't know if there's anyone that you could choose, but a uh, worse match tonight? Talk about your pick of the litter. Oh, I went the Asylum match. Um, that was terrible. I'm going G.I. Bro and Stasiak. Damn. Yeah, me too. But it's between those two. Yeah. Or Loco def- and uh, Disco. Or Mama Luke's and Chronic. Yeah. Or <laughs> the other eight matches. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm. <laughs> I, I love this next question he's going to ask us. Um, but, I, for, but I'm going with Stasiak and Bro. Guys. Who is your MVP? Who indeed? 
I'm a vamp. I was gonna say he murdered. He murdered someone. I'm digging the vampiro character right now. Like it's he's just he's just the right side of lunatic lunatic for me. It's like all right. Who is your? I'll go vamp too. Who is your modib? Uh, I went the wall. That's a that's a bad show. He lost his own match. That's a bad night for you. God, you're so... And his dye job is stupid. He looked yeah. way better in the blonde. I'm going to go Goldberg. Damn it. I was going to go Goldberg. I was going to go Goldberg. They brought you back as a savior. You win one match against Tank on TV and then do a ill-advised a hill turn for no reason. A yob. yob. Yeah, I was going to go back. Goldberg, too. Yeah. So, guys. WTF. Can I go first? Of course. Right off of Corey's. Uh, yeah, Goldberg turning heel. It's uh, the dumbest move they could have done to try and save their company. It was never going to work. It's such a stupid move that I can't believe another company uh, would take that and do it again about nine months fucking later. I was going to say, fucking eight months later, nobody fucking Vince, learns. And, Vince and Steve are like, hold our beer. Because yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, what a dumb fucking move. Oh, it was. It was terrible. You are absolutely correct. And you stole my what the fuck. So... So um, mine too. This was just a shit yes. fucking show. Yep. One of the best Great American Bashes of all time in Corey's book. And I still maintain for totally different reasons to me. And I'll see if it's different on rewatch. King of the Ring is about as bad. So that's my what the fuck. This um, was absolutely the drizzling shits. Mine. And my, it's still in contention for best paper of the month. Mine. Mine is Goldberg turning hill for no reason. I just hope that I, you know what guys? I just hope the monster truck doesn't turn heel. I don't know. I never thought about the monster. What does the monster truck think of all this? Goldberg, what have you done? (laughs) What will happen with the monster truck? I just hope it feels okay. He's like, fuck the monster truck. (laughs) No, how expensive it is to fill that son of a bitch up. Jackhammer's the monster truck. I mean, you can do that in a game, right? No. (laughs) So, this brings... And then to the final WCW Great American Bash as we're moving on to the next WCW Bash at the, the Beach. Ocean but that's next month. But in a couple weeks. At least they're back where they belong in the Ocean Center. But in a couple weeks, we will be reviewing and discussing WWF King of the Ring 2000. We'll go up to Beantown. Yep. To Big up Boston. To goddamn fucking Boston Mass. In front of, I'm sure it'll be 16,000 mass holes. <laughs> Bunch of racist ass motherfuckers. Scorey's <laughs> favorite town. Oh, yeah, I love Boston. You love, you're, you're a Red Sox fan. Well, yeah, die hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Corey's wearing a, uh, a Johnny Damon uh, Sox jersey right now. I mean, Tessie least, was the Royal Rooters Rally. Girl. At least he looked like Jesus when he was on Boston. <laughs> That's true. But then when he went to the Yankees, at, uh, like you're fucking corporate, like, you know. Your average bagger at grocery yeah. store. Yeah. Like Jeffrey Epstein, all right? Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. Find out more about Epstein. Oh, hello. Uh, but, like, yes. You know what? Add Yakuza to Ming, oh, to Ron Simmons, oh, a bunch of bitches. I just want you to know this is my last podcast. Uh, it's been fun. Yeah, we've been here for but, six uh, years. But you, know. <laughs> but, you know, that brings an end to this week's episode. That's my Goldberg Heel turn. Okay. I'd have picked anybody but the Yakuza. But, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. So this brings an end to this pay-per-view war stories as we're moving on to the King of the Ring, which be in a couple weeks. Yep. Uh, but you can go to nocellentainment.com. That's right, nocellentainment.com to listen to all the 
other pay-per-views that we've done that are better than this. Um, Corey's favorite, Slamboree 2000, if you want to oh, go yeah. back to that. Yeah. Um, Went to Bash 99. Bash the, history of the, pay-per-view. the history of the world. Yeah. Oh, broke me. That but broke you can me go so to nosellentainment.com to find all of our blogs and all of our podcasts that we do here. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.